podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Oh, this meeting is being recorded by a host or a participant. The accountant can also watch this recording if it is stored in the cloud. Amy, any grant participant granted permission can one record to their local device or two invite an app to record for them. These individuals can share these recordings with apps and others. By staying in this meeting, you consent to gags actually putting your shit on record. the internet. It's actually new news putting it on there. Is this is this the new kind of uh, thingy? What do you call them? The thing that Kowser does on the streets in Manchester. Mugging. Extortion. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> mm. I got a wedding this Cyber weekend. fucking criminals. You and Gags. Wait, has the pod started? I'm, I'm confused. Completely. <laughs> Absolutely. Listen, he's really, he's you're, really you're recording right. me. I, I'm looking at this thing saying, leave meeting. It's so fucking tempting to press it. So tempting to press it, leave meeting. I didn't give you permission to record me like this. You know, I've seen what happened in India. They put those things on the internet, like YouTube oh. and shit like that. And, oh, strange, and then they get these strange dub overs and two million people watching it and that other person in India gets all the money. What the hell? Have you seen what they've done to kids' TV programs? I'll tell you, right, you know what? Desia started everybody, by the way. Hello, welcome. Yeah, yeah, great. We can go back, Jazz. We'll get to that in a second. But the amount of kids' programs that have been dubbed by someone from India is scary. And they've got millions of gags. Millions of people have watched them. Millions. It's scary. You know, yeah, all that YouTube audience. advert revenue going to yeah. someone in India, right, you know, credit where credit is due. It's a proper demagogue. Like, I'm in it. Yeah, your kid, as soon as they got your iPhone or any kind of iPad, any any kind of internet activated device, they'll find a way to get to YouTube and find the videos they want to watch. You might have been watching Inside Anfield, and let's face it, everyone's waiting for the very next Inside Anfield. Yeah. Um, everyone be watching Inside Anfield, post-match this, YouTube highlights, that and the other. They'll find number blocks, hey Dougie, something else, Mickey Mouse, you name it and nursery rhymes and there'll be a somebody at the end of it going yes papa no papa and if you've got kids you know exactly what i mean johnny johnny yes, yes papa, papa. <laughs> no papa <laughs> goal papa oh my god so talking cute. of talking of goal papa and <laughs> uh, no i don't mean some fat businessman promise um <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's such a bad thing to say. I just came out of the wrong. No, oh, dear me. <laughs> oh, dear it, man. That's terrible. 
Oh, I don't oh, think No, but half I all the complaints are gonna come in now, believe you me, from everyone who does. Oh fucking hell, I'm so sorry, oh, folks. Shit. Right. That's wicked. Fucking hell, it's been a long time. Okay, intros. Let's get back to professionalism here, people. Honestly. Intros. So she's big, not fat. She'll take you in a fat Nina Cow. Z Nina Cow. Z there you go. I haven't got any other songs for you, Nina. I've done them all to death. There's nothing new left. That was a song in itself there. Right. It's, it's true. She she big, lost, not fat. We lost her. She took you in a fat. Nina Cow. Nina Cow. I like the emphasis on the first part of my second name. Moo. No. Um, uh, yeah, thank you for having me. It's okay. I, I put the sir in there because I didn't want to finish it at Nina Cow. I used to, that you know what that I used to get the piss ripped out me in secondary school for my surname. Moo. Should have come to Anfield, Nina Cowshed. Oh hell yeah, my business, my little Your side hustle. When I'm not, when I'm not, when I'm not, when I'm not mugging. You're passive. You're passive. The only things you can eat from there is alu. Yeah, so. <laughs> fucking passive income comes from cowshed. <laughs> It makes a lot of money every week. That does every it two does. weeks. Before I get sued by anyone, I do not own it. We're <laughs> just joking. Allegedly. Anyway, tighter than a gag's wallet. Gam the band. Get down, Cam. Not bad. Not bad. Not Been bad. a hot minute, hasn't it? As a, it has. As the it's, cows it's like uh, it's like would say. It's like I only saw you yesterday. Oh, hang on. <laughs> no, it was today. No, it was yesterday, wasn't it? it was yeah, yesterday. Yeah. I definitely you got home it. today. You got home today. <laughs> no, I, 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 I luckily got home just bef- just yesterday. Oh, did you? Yeah, oh, I got you home just, just yesterday. All. Literally yeah. just. This right. pod is going to last a week, isn't it? <laughs> seven, seven days, you could say. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everything seven. Oh, seven hours, crazy. seven days, seven weeks, but, but, whatever right. it is. As long yes. as it's seven. So... On Thursday, coming into Friday, it was, was it Thursday or Friday? You know, it was Thursday because Friday I was still down in the dumps about it. We heard the really bad news and sad news that Bobby's leaving after eight seasons, eight years, sorry, at Liverpool. Is it eight seasons, eight years? I, I just, it's a blur. Yeah, yeah. He came in 2015 while we were still in the, <laughs> I don't want to say his name. Broge. 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 In the Brodge era, we were in the Brodge era, still, and some by some strange fate, he managed to get rid of his best mate, Colin Pascoe, bring in Sean O'Driscoll, get rid of somebody else. There was some other next-level person there as well, lying around. And they got Gary McAllister in for a little bit as well, I think. Mm-hmm. And we were fucking shit. Like, we were turbo-gash-level shit, you know? We had a bit of a false dawn somewhere along the way as well. And I think that was Bournemouth. Benteke was just not Benteke. We lost to United. Yeah, it's that Marshall one by Martin Tyler. And life was pretty shitty, right? At the beginning of the 15-16 season, when all this was going on. Marshall! Yeah, fuck off. And then there was Bobby. You know, it kind of came in without much of a fanfare. He was, I suppose, the 
internet darling's darling from Hoffenheim. People really Nina, read Nina's darling. Yeah. And yeah, he came in. It wasn't great. He hurt his back. I remember that he felt. I remember it was just he felt awkwardly and he hurt his back and he was injured and he was out for ages, and then miraculously came back under Klopp. Wasn't there for the Spurs match. I think it was a couple of matches after that. He's definitely there for the City match. Definitely there for the City match. Oh yeah. And we don't look back from then. You know, but but before we go deeper into Bobby Firmino. Life since last Desi. You know what? The last time we did a Desi podcast was after beating Man City in the champion in sorry in the uh, community tally. So it's been a long time. So that's, uh, I think it's the longest longest yeah. gap. Must be. Yeah, longest gap. Yeah. We we didn't get to do Christmas because things happen. Life happened yeah. at Christmas, so we yeah. we we, part, we paused on that one. We'll make not up for the want of trying then. Not yeah, for not for the one. Not for the want of trying. Um, but how is everybody since then? I mean, we were quite buoyant when I was thinking that we've done the community vegetarian, we're going to go and tear up the league. And they said the league tore us up and she was spat us back out again until yesterday from here. So, with the, with the how, ladies how, first. how have you been? No, no league came out of it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Leave him alone. Go on then, Gags, you can go first. <laughs> <laughs> um, how am I football wise or everything wise or what everything wise go on let it all out everything wise um, I think because Liverpool does take over your life and it's a massive part of your life I think it does um, it does bring you down a couple of pegs um, confidence wise you know we've had a we've had a really good we've had a really good run and obviously we've had a couple of blips in there but then doing what was happening last year it was such a ride for everyone you know, we we were every game. It was just, it was just encompassing, all encompassing. Your life was just Liverpool, and uh, starting the season again, beating City like that, Nunes and the team, everything just looked like it was going to be chaos. And chaos is is fun when it comes to club football. But yeah, it just went downhill, and there's been lots of reasons. There's been lots of news. There's lots of been things going on, but. Um, I think this is the best I've felt about Liverpool since the Charity Shield, probably. The Community Shield, sorry. Good so timing. It's good timing, man. And mm-hmm. I suppose Desi's, it's meant to be that Desi gets the the lift when it's when we need it, you know. So, uh, yeah, I mean... That uh, was a... I had thought very much about bringing back Agony under your uncle. So, like, you know, under the brudge period when we yeah. had those, and, you know, like, literally agony oh, sessions. they were awful. The agony though. sessions, they were fucking gone yeah. I'm so that. glad we didn't do a Desi, though, during the, the, the rut, because... But we did have an Enzo, which did help yes. massively during that time, right? Like, literally, you went, oh, my God, you're strong! You know, it's so like, <laughs> about a bunch mad than all that's, you know what? Yeah. I'm telling you, yes. <laughs> Swear down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie me. But yeah. Kauza, yeah, how about it you? Was... Go on, Kauza. I mean, again, just to echo what Gag said, you know, football hasn't been great. Had a meltdown, cut all my hair off. It's gone dark. I wear less makeup. Very, very busy. Uh, luckily, it's good Wait, to be... You, you're not Britney Spears, are you? No, 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 I've not saved it yet. That's the okay. next phase. <laughs> 
Who was the other? Who was the other? Was it Winona Ryder who hacked? There was somebody who hacked all their hair off. I think most of them have done it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really cut my hair, so I'm, I don't really. Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, yeah. yeah she Weaver, looked it? good. Demi Moore looked good. Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about people cutting off their hair in an element of like, hey, oh, meltdown mode. Yeah, when, sli- right? yeah, when the cheese sign finally slides off the cracker. Yeah. And everything is loose. Not in a bad way, by the way. In a, I don't know how to put this sort of like in a bit whereby you give to you just you stop giving a shit about the world. Everything level. is like, loose. Yeah. <laughs> Let loose. Let Foot loose. loose. So yeah, um, it's good to do this podcast after that win. Um, uh, It's great to kind of stick it to a few people that I know and their arrogance and um, yeah. Yeah, but you can't talk about your mum like that. Oh, she's bad, man. She's so bad. Hello, cows, it's mummy. Sasrigal. Sorry, (laughs) Sasrigal. Sasrigal. I can't take credit for that. I can't take credit for that one. That came from... Oh, no. That that came from a very beloved fella called Jigjit Singh, originally from Slough, now in the Yorkshire area somewhere, where he My thinks God. the air is where the air is cleaner up north apparently, but he gets charged for ULES or whatever or the equivalent of it um by driving his car into Bradford. Um, <laughs> like, I don't that's... know how I don't know how clean the air is up there. Oh, but bless him. He sometimes supports Liverpool. Definitely wasn't Arsenal, is an Arsenal fan. We think he might hold a a penchant for Newcastle somewhere. We think. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> oh, and he likes the and he likes the Toronto Raptors. But he said it this morning. I was like, you know what? That deserves a standing ovation. That's that really good. That's, that's really literally good. every United Sing fan. Whenever you meet it's, them, it's that's it. Yeah. That's it. and even. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, dearie me! So that was really good from him. But otherwise, Nin, what else? Everything else good? Everything is good and even better doing this catch-up as well because obviously I know we really want to do it over Christmas and obviously life got in the way and things and uh, yeah. I'm... So has it been more painful for you because you've had to cover it every week in terms of straight after the matches? You know what? It's, this is really bad, right? But I feel like content is more colourful when Liverpool are shit. Do you understand what I mean? You have more to complain about. We're more creative about what we're complaining yeah, about. Yeah, yes, yes. My and, God. and that's really bad because you don't want that because you, ultimately you're a Liverpool supporter. I remember we beat Arsenal. You know when Sadio Mane and when Moss Lodge went on a run and everyone was jogging after him, we won 5-0. We beat Arsenal 5-0 at Anfield. And it was the first time ever not a single caller called into the Nina Calder show. I was expecting lines. Yeah. And that was the first time ever I did not have a single caller. Everyone was happy with the world. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. You, but there's lots. To, I feel like you when you know when Liverpool are great, it's it's really interesting, right? When Liverpool are great and you're watching it and you're making notes, you're pretty much blown away by everything that you see. You know, certainly in the past seasons, even the players that might have a less than impressive performance, you can conceal it. But you know when Liverpool have been really bad, you're, you're tactically watching what each player has done in the build-up for the fault of the goal. Like, I don't know, you, 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 your viewing of the game changes, that's my take on it. The biases come out as well. 
the biases yeah, yeah, are they definitely do the they definitely do yeah. they definitely do and and i feel like you know that that is a big thing that i've kind of noticed and um, because this is the first time we've been put under jürgen klopp so i've definitely noticed that so basically if we never lose hendo shit nabby shit they're both gonna get shot and that's literally the end of the world yeah even if nabby doesn't play his shit and then if if Hendo comes on talking for one of, minute yeah. in the 99th oh, minute, is he still visible? Absolutely. Talking to Nabi and then the person who met him in hospital the other day. Cam, how about you? How's life been for you? Other than meeting the, the Nabi Kater lookalike in A&E on a Saturday night. Jags, you know what I'm going to say, don't you? Go on. I swear down it was him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I kept, oh kept, my I kept, god! I kept looking at this guy, and, uh, and I had my one of my girls with me. She, um, unfortunately, she tried to chop her from off by getting it, getting it caught in a car door. And um, so oh, we were, yeah, we were in any any to like silly o'clock on a Sunday morning, and um, and I just kept looking at this guy, and I'm like, nah, it can't be. But I mean, obviously, it can't be, and I'm like. But it is. It's so weird. To be fair, Cam, he has got quite an injury record, so he potentially could be yeah, really. yeah. Well, <laughs> was he seen at Anfield yesterday? No. no. Are you that person who has everything? The coolest merch and those must-have fan threads? Well, over at our Anfield Index shop, we've gone that extra mile when it comes to pimping up your Liverpool collection. From our popular range of bespoke design t-shirts, sweaters, hoodies and hats, to our signature edition mugs, prints and coasters, all provided with fast worldwide shipping. We have something for every red. We also stock official LFC merchandise and are licensed with the Premier League and UEFA to sell official iron-on shirt badges and sleeve patches. As a listener to this podcast, you can get 10% off everything with coupon code AIPRO10. Just head over to AnfieldIndex.shop or find us on Etsy by searching for Anfield Index. So but he, has got, he had got a knock. He, he had. And he, he, yeah. Well, but, oh, obviously it wasn't. Every, How many knocks? We don't know yet. This is it. This is we it. We don't know so, yet. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I was like, it was just uncanny, the likeness. It was just very, very uncanny. I think Tal dropped him there, dude. <laughs> 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 he was missing for one of the home games. I, I don't picked know. him up and then dropped him right there. Was, that was what it was. No, but then the thing is, though, Tell would just drop him. He wouldn't really drop him at a hospital. He would just drop him. He would just drop him, yeah. I think he did both. Drunk. That's why he was at the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't see Tell having any sympathy for him. Uh, for, for, Hello, people wondering, for, for people wondering, Tell's one of the regular things at Anfield. He's yeah. seeing all the photos. So, yeah. Um, yeah. He's the one in all the really expensive sports gear. Yeah, <laughs> like most people go by Nike, Adidas, or something like that. He's got Nike by Noctua or something, or mm. Adidas with you know like some strange uh, combination of some designer of some sort. Yoji Yamamoto and Adidas and stuff. Yeah, no, he hasn't got into the Yoji stuff. He hasn't got into the yo. And did you say Yoshi Yamamoto? No, honestly, get the fuck out. I didn't say Yoshi. I said Yoji <laughs> Yamamoto. Definitely get out. It's your yeah. Yoji Yoji Yamamoto. Yeah. Not Joshi. I did say Joshi. It's a Desi podcast. You can say it how you want. It's not Sanjeev Jeweler competition, is it? Like Joshi Jeweler or something like Indian. that. From, 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 from Birmingham. Bloody hell. 
Honestly, such an insult to Y3. I, I just that, and, and you know what's an even bigger insult? The fact that you called it Y3, ugh, commoner. she's she's biting back she can bite back as much as she wants the thing is though without her mugging it she ain't getting it (laughs) that's very true that's very true i won't be able to fit it into my drawer you know i've just had a thought i don't think i've seen nina for about two years now no you haven't and I, I, I think say, all of us is the same, dude. And, uh, yeah. We all were at the same game, and then since then we haven't met. <laughs> I know, no, I, no, I no, no, you I haven't you seen guys, you since. No, Paris. you, oh, we you did guys, go, we listen, did go. you didn't see. I've met Kauza. Yeah, and so Cam did Cam. Yeah, yeah, I've met you. Remember, um, uh, the fact that Cam yeah. says there's been such yeah. a long time is the, that just shows how much he's tried to block it out. Yeah, I can't even remember when. Yeah. When did we see Arsenal it, match? Arsenal match. Yeah. You came up. Yeah, I didn't finish. come. I yes. couldn't come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was going through stuff. Remember, you came up to see me. Yes, yes, that's right. Mm. But that was that's nearly too long ago. Nearly yeah. two years ago. Nearly two years. So it's eighteen months or so. Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. haven't seen Nin since when then? Oh my COVID. god! It was Atletico Madrid game. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. So for you, it's been three years. Yeah, and like that, and basically, that's so good. So like we to used die. to meet every game, and then like literally all the time, and then yeah. that crazy. Your life has got so much better, Gax. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. Now it's so good. Oh. Gax, you're thriving. You're doing well in. Yeah, yeah. Change your jobs. Change your fortune, yeah. promotions. <laughs> All because I've been paid holidays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, free computers and shit and everything. Careful oh. now. Careful now. Gags is going to block me on WhatsApp and become a millionaire. Don't, don't give me my name. <laughs> oh, God. That's mad, though. <laughs> he already wow. has done that. Have you not heard what Gags does now? The whole His whole life is chat GPT. We don't even know if it's the real Gags. That's so funny. <laughs> hey, we, do need to, we do need to talk Jan GPT at some point. I need to do some Indian stuff in there. I just really need to know if it knows this. Let's do a chat GPT test live. Go on, then. What do you want to ask him? Then what do you want to ask chat GPT? Baji, come on, let's be funny. Really? Ask him GT Road the Kia. What's on? Actually, no. So, did Apna Sangeet really find somebody on Soho Road when he when they went looking. He's not gonna know that. Why not? That's the kind that's what I want Jack to go up to really know. What really find yeah. someone did 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 did, 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 did Co find who they were looking for on GT Road back in the day? When they were on Soho Road uh, I put Soho Road you know what it did? You know what it's done. <laughs> I said did really find someone on Soho Road and it goes Upana Sangeet was a popular British Bangla band that was formed in Birmingham in the 1980s. The band is known for its lively, energetic performances that fuse traditional Punjabi music with contemporary Western cultures. The most popular songs were Upana Sangeet, Mere Yaar, Kam Shabe, Kam Shabe, and then Upana Sangeet would start. Wow, that's not bad. Still don't know if they found. Wikipedia entry. It still doesn't tell us whether they found who they were looking for. No, it won't tell us that. Like you two. 
No, he won't do that. But hey, it does something. It does something. Elvis still alive. Of course. Uh, <laughs> that that's the one. You know what, AI listeners, what would you call the Desi version of it? Chat Do you know who Cambridge is? I'm sorry, but I don't have any information on a person. That's good. <laughs> oh, dearie me. That's, oh, that's so good. That's good. I'm, I'm pleased yeah. with that. So, you know what? So, Cam, how's your life been? Uh, oh, crikey. Um, well, since, um, since obviously, yesterday aside, since I last saw you, Baji, and, us, and obviously it was the same time since I last saw Gags, I, I was in a job and that was mentally proved to be very challenging and put a lot of strain on me um as you as you're well aware and um so i i left that last week walked out handed my notice in and uh started a different job just just to get out of there just to pretty much the first available job that i could really get a hold of and mentally already i feel better went out today with an with one of one of my colleagues and where did we go? Liverpool. No, next door to my old workplace. So there's me ducking and diving so they don't see me. So <laughs> I, was, I, I, I honestly, I thought I was Nina in disguise, looking around. Is anybody watching me while I'm looking at these hubcaps? So, um, <laughs> um, and there you go. That's, that's what it was like. So, um, and then hubcaps. You ain't done hubcaps in years. Yeah, they. Well, they're still worth a pretty penny, lad. So, um, not since Henderson Micro. <laughs> so, so yeah, no. Um, you know, family life's family life. Um, lot going on there, like like we all have, always will have. Um, kids are growing up. Kids are challenging in many different ways. So that's all good. Mum's getting older and slower, and that's proving to be challenging as well. Um, but yeah, just to, just in a better place this week, really. This what? week has had a, has had a, been a big turnaround this week, and um, it it was topped off beautifully yesterday in more ways than one. About seven ways, maybe. Um, yeah, about seven, maybe maybe a few more as obviously few bonuses on top but there were seven big bonus big big things yesterday wasn't there so um no it's been it's been a good week in that respect it's been a very good week so happy to be here happy to be podding with my favorite people again um no disrespect to um all the other ai uh uh contributors and Hosts and everybody. So, I don't think he listens to this. He I know, but no, no, no. But just generally, this is the pod, isn't it? This is the pod where the shit bag. This is the pod. There's no other pod like this pod. So um, no, it's great. It's great that we've finally managed to get ourselves all together, and um, we found the time. And you know, we we must make a promise not to leave it as long as we have mm-hmm. for the next one. Absolutely. Oh fuck! I wasn't saying. I was deliberately staying quiet. I don't want to promise him anything. Oh. <laughs> I've penciled us in for next month. So my yeah, next game, my next game at Anfield is Brentford. So, um, Mando's coming to the game. I think Bargy, you know, he, well, yeah, I think um, man. So Mando's at that game. I've managed to get in with one of my cousins on his corporate ticket. 
So, <clears throat> yeah, that'll be... That's on uh, 6th of May, isn't it? It is, 6th of May. So that's the uh, next time I'm attending. To I'm going to come up just to see Mando. I've got a... We'll sort uh, something out. What we're yeah, I've got, a, I've got a wedding thing on yeah. the 7th. In, um, Sunday. Yeah, on the Sunday. In, uh, so we're in, hoping that game doesn't Bradford. get rearranged for Sunday. Right. That's the only problem. So we're just okay. waiting for the re- rearrangement before plans are made. But yeah, yeah. next time in... Um, Hmm. You'll, you'll know soon enough. They usually do it by middle to end of March. Oh, for, uh, that's brilliant. For Tiga. But that's great because we probably want to book stuff like... They're always late. They are, every fucking bastard in the Premier League is always late in doing that Premier League fixtures rearranging thing on the date where they're supposed to do it. Yeah, Nin, you should come down as well. See him for the day. Definitely. I should definitely, definitely try. Mm. Is the tag going to be off by then, Nina? <laughs> I might have a new one. <laughs> Who knows? You may have two. We're not talking about watches that she steals, by the way, here. Oh, dear. Honestly. You know I what? I still remember I when she got people... pickpocketed in Manchester. That was terrible. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, you're hoping people what? I've got people probably listen to this and think I've got, like, flipping, like, fast fingers and I actually steal things. I don't, people. I don't take anything. <laughs> Honest, I don't. I'm not yeah, you see somebody I'm else does it for you. <laughs> under, under the threat of menaces. <laughs> You fucking do it or what? <laughs> Don't make me. Don't. Nina, how's your brother-in-law? Is he alright? Yeah, actually, it's a good conversation to have. He will not it speak is, to cause... me. He's not coming to a family wedding this weekend. Why? He's like, I'm not coming. Because you know what? I'm, I met up with him and Kia and my nephew and nieces for dinner about two weeks ago. It was a week we beat Newcastle, right? So... <clears throat> Met up, and obviously I was in a good mood because we just beat in Newcastle, and he was really, like, cocky and arrogant about everything. And I just turned around and I said to him, look, I can't, I can't rate your team because everyone else is so bad. I want to see them when everyone else's levels rise up. And he actually, he never, ever, listeners, he never, ever, he's, just, he's, he's like Harinda, basically. He got, he's a season ticket holder, really, really passionate, will go to the aways, travels to Europe, follows them everywhere, but he does not come to Anfield. And he's certainly not been to Anfield under the Jurgen Klopp era. And this time round, man got cocky and arrogant and <laughs> took the ticket and was flaunting it and everything. And uh, yeah, he saw history. <laughs> Shit on Sunday, as Gags' as mean went round. Shit on Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> oh, it's the best. The, the, the one, the Bollywood one that I sent around, that Baji, you need to put, um, what's his name? Bruno's face on is just brilliant. Nina sent that. That was so good. Oh, man. Bless Jesus. Him. There's just so many memes and videos oh. right now. I think the big thing about beating Man United as well, like this, is the shit that afterwards that their fans get. Is it's just historic levels. Like, couldn't glue you couldn't get off social media last night, or it just it was just or WhatsApp. It was just so much happening. It was just brilliant. Stop talking to me again. This is I definitely ever started really. To be fair, on this side, um, the usual tormentors. I don't really have them. You know, like other people do, where there's always that one banjo than the family that just turned out to be the absolute complete prick of being a United fan. Um, I, I don't have them in my life. I used to. I don't have them in that life. I've flipping taken your share, and I. Well, yeah, probably, <laughs> and then some. You, you probably took everyone's quota. To be fair, Danina. 
the one the one that always does it to me actually called me at seven nil. And I picked the phone up and I said, you're getting shitted, man. Why are you calling me? He goes, oh, I just wanted to say, well done. It's amazing. He just basically saved himself. Yeah. By being oh, the, the humble one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> if I be all humble, I'll save myself. The shit yeah. that if he work. was winning 4-0, he would just kill you. He did it before he could get killed, basically. Yesterday, he came into the WhatsApp as well afterwards. And he goes, oh, well done, lads. And I was like, yeah, back, back, back into your box, lad. Back into your box. <laughs> So yeah, I, I don't have this pain. Um, I mean, I mean, the, the next thing on my agenda was actually the United Roundup. So it's quite nicely got into that. But my, I, I didn't do my life since the last this. You know, my life since the last oh, this yeah, has been has oh been prop proper interesting. So since last this, finish stuff at home, work construction wise. That's quite nice to finally get done. So the kids. My shed's done them. then. Your shed's been done for quite. Your shed's been done for two summers, mate. All oh, right, okay, that's cool. I'll come down one day then. Indeed, don't forget to bring the sleeping bag though. No, no problem. No. Yeah, you'll I'll need that. that. It's it's quite bare in there, literally. Cool. Yeah, lot of space for you though. That's all I need. Yeah, I don't need much. That's good that you don't need much. It's not a lot in there. Um, <laughs> so that all finally got finished. Um. Personal life has taken a bit of a battering, truth be told, guys. Um, and gags, I spoke to you about this as well. I've not spoken about it widely, but my wife has. So anyone who follows AWMB, um, Asian Women Business, quick plug for the missus, that stuff, will kind of possibly know what I'm about to say. So my son, when he was born, was already born with something called Poland syndrome, which is when your hand isn't developed properly on your right-hand side due to a chemical reaction that happens which produces your arms legs and all that kind of stuff so that's back from 2017 right but he's overcome that there's nothing different everything's great and i come back to age two or so i started seeing the regression or what more so my wife started seeing a regression in speech and you're like thinking ah it's just kids and you think it's just kids and then it goes into covid and you still think it's just kids then you come out of covid and you start realizing it's not just kids it's something else it's not quite right here um, it's been toing and froing for a few years in respect to waiting to speak to people, see specialists and see things. Um, and then I kind of got a devastating blow. And you're never really ready for shit like this. You know, you kind of half think that you know what's going on. But when when it comes out of form, you never are. So a doctor who then had to finally analyze him because I needed this to get his um, EHCP, which is like an educational healthcare and healthcare plan done for him. Anyone who's gone through this process knows how much of a fucking shit thing this is. The EHCP is not designed to help in regards to how you do it and the process that you go through because people around it and surrounding it generally are shit because people, I think they care, but they don't stay long enough to care long enough. Therefore, there's like several levels of shitness that happens in that process. And to cut a very long story short, my son was diagnosed as being on the spectrum for autism as well as adhd and they put him down um in regards to development as non-verbal this set me over the edge like mentally it really set me over the edge i was thinking he's not non-verbal though he is talking because we've done lots of work with him in regards to talking expression demanding which is also known as a manding kind of process there's a lots and lots of effort on that side of things just to help him progress in life and achieve see changes you can't reverse autism i'm not stupid i'm not here to convince the world that there are some magical cures out there that no matter what people prescribe to you say will happen they probably won't 
But what you can do is try and make your child's life easier. You can work on things to help them um, in in respect to communication or, or where the needs may come from. Yeah, that I do believe in. I think that's in everyone's means in respect to as a parent what you can do. And granted, there are sometimes situations where there's nothing that can be done. And you know, it's not like admitting defeat. You then start working on how you make your child's life as, as progressive and as comfortable as you can do and helping them adjust in the world. And that's what we've been doing with Cyber ever since, right? So it's been an interesting journey, taxing, really, really taxing, you know, much more than I thought it would be. My wife is really, really good. Daya is amazing. My daughter is amazing at this. People who help are really amazing also. And also, I, I suppose, I wouldn't say, I don't know how to explain this. It's a, it's a very humbling kind of process that you go through because as parents, you think your child will be healthy. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, you always think your child will be fine, healthy, no issues, no nothing. Because Daya was like that, right? Nothing really happened. And 10, 11 years later, you know, still nothing really has happened. It's been fantastic. I would start here, but you think that, you know, what the worst that could possibly have happened has happened, like from point of birth. Okay, great. And if anyone is, I'm not going to go into that. But in 17, 18 season, I actually wrote about it. The links are out there somewhere. I'm sure people can find them or if you need them, look on the AI site. I haven't written anything ever since. So it's quite easy to go and find. Um, and you'll see the history of what I went through in 2017 into 2018 with my son. And then this, and you're like going, fuck. You know, you sit there and think, fuck, I just didn't need this. And I don't think he needed it either, and he doesn't deserve it. But he rides it like a champion, and every day is a day of progress. He now can communicate, talking a few sentences a little bit as well. Um, can say daddy, so when it was his birthday, when he turned four, you know, like he was playing, sorry, on the 4th of November, when he turned five, he was happy and bubbling, um, you know, and he loved balloons. And it's just suddenly he had a balloon in his hand, like, daddy, 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 like showing me what he's doing. And I'm like thinking, fuck, you've not said the word daddy in years, man. It's been like two years. Wow, okay. Anything else you want to say? Boon. Like, okay, mate, cheers. <laughs> that, that's a balloon. Fucking hell, man. And listen, I've tried to tell you balloon. Not boon, balloon. But you know what I mean? It wouldn't. I wouldn't be me if I wasn't taking the piss out of my own family, given the fact that I take the piss out of fucking everything, including myself and everybody on this call, who I love dearly. So, that's it. That's what it's been like, you know, and match days that like, people ask me all the time, like, buddy, you know, like you took there to the match. When's, when's Saib coming? I don't know when Saib's coming, guys. I don't know. It's quite yeah, a painful we, thing to say. We had a good chat about this too. Well, we had a yeah. long chat about this. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know when he's coming. If I knew when he was going to coming, I'd tell you, but I don't. Right now, because of his ADHD, and he's got, it, it's funny with him. My son is five years old. He is strong as somebody who is 10 years old. And this was proven to me by people at school where they said the year four, year five kids were looking at him, throwing a ball up upon a roof, waiting for it to come back down, getting it, doing it all over again. And these are people who are 10 years old who can't do the same as him. Like he's freakishly strong. It's hilarious. Um, Thank you. Yeah, and then some man. Listen, like, mm. it, I, I want to retire. I want to make my kid an NFL player. You know, there's, that one, there's a one-handed NFL player. Quarterback man, his, just throw I can, it. I can never remember his name, but he's he's so famous um, in the US. And Ricky, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry I've forgotten the name of the guy. I know you're going to shoot me because you sent me the name as well when Sai was born as to how great that guy, this NFL guy was. But, you know, Sai could do that. He could just 
chuck anything. I mean, he can launch it literally, but he's super strong as well. It's fantastic. Um, I've completely lost my trail of thought as to about where this was going to go with regards to him and his strength. But leaving the strength bit aside, you know, it's it's life. You know, so like these things happen and you ride them. And you want football to be your release. You genuinely want football to be your release because you need to get away from things sometimes and you just want to not forget things. That's probably the wrong way. And you don't escape from them, but just have something that's away from everything that just feels a bit strange and um, overbearing almost. But then Liverpool fucking come along and go, you know what? Fuck you, Herinda. Hey, hey, do you know what? Why would we do that? Fuck you too, rest of the Liverpool fan base. We're so great in 2021, 2022, but in 2022, 2023, we'll make you think twice about our greatness. Why? Because we can. And that's what they've proceeded to do until yesterday. So this is a great segue, right, into the United Roundup with this scene. So as far as United matches go with them, nothing will beat this. Nothing. Because the last time out, when we went there to Old Trafford, nothing could beat that, that we thought. Who thinks that you're going to actually go and beat United 5-0, do their best, be on their home patch, and that's going to be beaten somehow? No. I never thought we'd have a better day. I never thought we'd have a better day against them. You know, 4-0, you ultimately have the the world's best half of football in the first half. But, you know, you're 4-0 up. The best second half now. (laughs) You're (laughs) 4-0 up. You've emptied half of their stadium and it's it's a half time. Their stadium, not ours, their home ground. Yeah, in 21-22. You think that's it? It's not because nothing's going to beat that. (laughs) You know what the funny thing is? My mum goes, we scored the goal. Our web's offside, man. You can't claim them. Like, stop it. Like, <laughs> I'm going to send you a video, Nina, of somebody celebrating that video, screaming, we got help! <laughs> Mr. Sukhbeer Kalon, who works for uh, my cousins. Um, we got help! Come on! Come on, Ronaldo, we got help! Yeah, yeah, I remember you telling us on the last day, too, but he scored an offside goal yesterday, right, in the first half, and she was claiming that. She goes, we did score a goal. I was like, it's, oh, it was offside. You were clearly offside. Stop it. I, I think the biggest beast was Gary Neville's, to be honest, claiming that it wasn't a good performance by Liverpool. Like, I mean, it, uh, you know what? It was beautiful that we actually did it all in the second half because they had to witness it all. Completely. Yeah. This is the great thing. You know, we lured them into a false sense of security by it just being 1-0. I'm now convinced of this, that Liverpool sat there and thought, this, we're going to play about with the fuckers for a bit. Yep. For 25 minutes, we're going to show them what we're going to possibly do to them. Then we're going to chill out for a bit and let them get a bit of an excitement going on. And then we'll start playing again. And that's effectively what happened, right? Like you can see it pan out really, really beautifully. But, 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 as I said, we were on the 5-0. So we beat them 5-0 away. They come to Anfield, they leave, what was it, 4-0? You know, they get battered again. Literally, they get battered again. Like Rangnick and Kerr, I think they're thinking, you know what, for fuck's sake, what do we need to do? They go and spend 250, 300 million or so, issue more debt against the club, do everything that they can do to do it, to make people forget about their shit starts, you know, and everything else that was going on. They beat us at Old Trafford. That was kind of painful as well because they walked through us to score their first two goals. And then we woke up and scored a goal with 10 minutes to go and then really didn't do much else after that. And that was their, the beginning of their ascendancy under 10 Hag, right? Yeah. 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 They did all that only for yesterday to happen. 
literally for everyone to knock down their house of cards. We started it. We finished it. Completely. <laughs> is that old? Is that so desi, isn't it? I think that one of the beautiful things was Gipenj or Casemiro. Kashmiro. So, yeah, Kashmiro was Kashmiro. so fucking <laughs> Kashmiro was so fucking hyped, right? He, he put the, the he put the game. he put the raw and the rona in Kashmiro. <laughs> he really Kashmir, had the worst raw. game ever. And the Bakwas game, man. Oh my god, it was beautiful. Just beautiful that they I mean Bruno, Kashmiro, they were all just awful. Lissandro. Tatipishab. Anthony, Amar, <laughs> Akbar, Amar, Akbar, Anthony. I love that song. Hey, the song "Unhoni ko honi kalde, honi ko unhori." That means that means basically real, making it real. We fucking really made it real. We kicked their ass big time. <laughs> you know, just going on that Neville comment. That Liverpool didn't play well. Yeah. Imagine if we did. We would have had that 10, wouldn't we? Then it really would have been Eric Ten Hag. Tanapag. Eric Tanapag. May he forever be blessed with a United like this. (laughs) Um, Anything else to add up on? I mean, in the United round, I mean, the key things from my side are, are really simple. We we looked much better than ever before in that second half. Yeah. There was a, there was definitely a fight, you know, like um, the doggedness of that midfield is, is to be praised because we've seen it come out with regards to that same midfield and be run over or they give up, you know, they don't try and there's something that's not been quite right about them. But yesterday they were fully on it. They were just like, fuck mm. off. Yeah. Yeah, it's such a big fuck you to and Manchester United's weapons, and I don't mean that in an insulting sense yet. I've got weapons, but I don't want to call them weapons yet. Um, I mean weapons in respect to ones that can cause pain. They didn't turn up at all. Rashford, Anthony, I thought Garnacha when he came on, I thought maybe he might try and turn and stir the pot in the way that he's been doing it for them in previous matches. I thought Kashmir and Fred we're going to be Kashmir and Fred of the matches before, you know, like Rio Steely stuff. And Lissandro Martinez was going to be really good for them in the way that he's been in previous matches against people and so. But they just paled into insignificance so quickly that you are left wondering, were we being fooled by United? You know, was everybody else that shit when they played them? Or... Were they really, truly, are they that good? And then something else has just gone wrong yesterday. Because I can't imagine how you could capitulate. They can't blame fatigue. They can't. Come on, guys. Like, you know, everyone else has been play- doing something similar. No, um, no, they're, they're in all three comps, four comps, right? So it's, it's, it is. And they've got like the second round of the Europa League, like Thursday straight away after getting hammered. They are, they will have some semblance of fatigue right but but the, the but what i think is yesterday they they got hit i think you said it i think it was in the one of the whatsapp groups best time to score was right before half time and then literally we scored the next best time to score which is right after half time yeah. and then when that wave comes at anfield when it just felt like one of those you know it's a tsunami man 
it's a tsunami and we just literally scored every well, like five minutes or six minutes it just it just got them i think it's a wave just... it's a wave and tsunami if you're a liverpool fan i think it's almost like diarrhea if you're a liverpool united fan because you're yeah. shat on completely yeah, 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 in, a, yeah. in a streaming kind of way as well i honestly don't think they're that bad i don't i think yesterday it was the humiliation of this happening at Anfield, the crowd being so loud. I don't think some of them ever felt that before, like that, or been in that position. They've lost that at Old Trafford, but, but you know, imagine losing the, you know, at the opposition's ground. It's even worse. I mean, you think it's bad at home, but it's quite, it's quieter. You know, the, the Anfield. I, cop, I don't the, buy that. The traveling cop was loud, no. but this at home, that away, um, it's on you all the time. The whole no, ninety minutes. I'm sorry, Gags. There's I players. Think, I think, there's I think players. Team. No, that's bollocks. I'm sorry. You know what? That's you're chatting fucking shit, Gags. I'm saying it to you straight. That's absolute fucking shit. Now, do you know why I'm saying that? That's fucking shit, Gags. Because they've been booed at by their own fans. So they're used to people burning. Not them. this season, though. They're, they're, they're used to people screaming at them like, you fucking piece of shit. You mank bastard. They hear it all the time. I'm sure they do. Not not this season. Not It's not been as much this season. Well, they heard that. it a lot last season, didn't they? Let's yeah, and, he, and this, manager, <laughs> this manager wasn't here then, <laughs> they, though. Enough. But but they've heard it, Gags. Oh, they've yeah, heard yeah. It. I, they, I think... They're used to it. It's in their DNA. I think they've done much better this year than I thought they would. And I think they they have got a lot of quality in their team. It's not it's you know it's it's true. Have they rode some lucky bits? Yeah, they get a lot of they do get a lot of decisions. To be fair to them, um, but they're not that bad to lose seven 0 They're not that bad to lose seven. But yesterday was I one am, of those days where sure. everything they... was awesome for Liverpool. Everything, oh, yeah, because we were we just weren't we're just not that team either. This season, we're not. There's no way anyone would tell me that we are. We have been this good this season. So that's a really fair assessment. So the both ways, if you think about it, they've not been that bad this season, but we've not been this awesome this season. But they've got they've got their heroes. I mean, their their bastion of invincibility almost in Bruno Fernandez. I am 120% sure he's heard you fucking bastard loads of times from his own fans, especially last season. Yesterday, he just got to hear it from a new set of fans. Sorry. I don't think it's probably as loud. <laughs> this is the loudest it will probably ever be. <laughs> you fucking bastard, Fernandez! Get up! Fuck's sake! Get up! <laughs> Hey, I, I, I bet he couldn't even hear his own fans in that stadium yesterday. Hey, a fucking disgrace. <laughs> no disgrace. one could hear their fans yesterday. Well, this is what I'm saying, Cam. I don't they, think... They were, a... No, they didn't make a noise. Dude. They, they, even in the first half, but Gary Neville did. Nil. He made loads of noises, apparently. You know, Even last year, 4-0, <laughs> right? Humiliation at Anfield. They, it, was, it was okay compared to what had happened at Old Trafford. The 4-0 was like, we got away with it. And also, we took our foot off the pedal because we were in so many competitions last year that we just like, okay, game's over. Let's just chill. We need to rest our legs. We need to save our legs. All of us were wanting this result last year. We wanted to kill him. But we could have done it even worse last year if we wanted to. But they just said, then we got too many games. This year, we got nothing else to play for. <laughs> it was just like right fuck this we're gonna kick this lot now I thought you we were saying, down. I thought you were saying Real Madrid practice <laughs> mate <laughs> I swear to God 
He's if this down. drives us, I swear, down. if this drives us to win like four or five nil in Madrid, it's going to be the most miraculous thing I've ever seen in my life. I, I mean, it's, it's not going to happen, let's be honest. But if, I'm going to get a t-shirt made. Dude, Cam, if any down. team can do something fucking crazy, <laughs> it's this one. Hello, I'm here to annoy you. I'm here to annoy you into listening to more of me and more of others. On EPL Index, we don't just have the Anfield Index stuff. We've got EPL Index as well, which covers the entirety of the Premier League. And we have three podcasts and a whole bunch of really good writing on EPLindex.com. The podcasts are my own two-footed podcast, which is every day at 4 p.m., Monday through Friday, covering the whole league. We have a Tad Predictable hosted by Tadiwa. You know Tadiwa. He does Anfield Index. He presents a tad predictable before every Premier League match week. And then Kevin DeVries and his crew on the EPL roundtable there every week after the Premier League match week. So make sure you listen to everything we're doing on EPL Index and follow us there on Twitter at EPL Index. Thank you. Bye-bye. I just, I mean, we were under pressure two weeks ago, um, or last week, was it? And... um and the big thing we talked about was confidence. We had no stats to talk about um, after the Madrid game. There was no stats to talk about. You were, you know, the second, as soon as we went 2-0 up and after 23 minutes, we were completely shit. We didn't have a shot. We didn't create anything. It was the worst time to be a Liverpool fan at that point. There's no confidence. You fast forward it to yesterday. And after a couple of wins, you know, back-to-back in the league, it feels like, this squad will be on cloud nine for the next five days. Now, if they can turn up against Bournemouth at Anfield on Saturday and giving them a walloping as well, there's nothing better than that. And keeping a clean sheet to go clean sheet shit, <laughs> to go to Madrid, you know, because honestly, just keep Ebu and and VVD fit, and anything can happen, man. Anything I'm can fab. happen. And Fab, sorry, Fab in this form. Jesus, I'd written Fab off. I thought, Egerhon. He he'd written himself off, bro. Yeah, to be honest, he was. He'd gone. written himself off. So had Rebecca. Yeah. I've not heard from Rebecca for a while. I've not seen uh, her on Twitter or Instagram. Nothing. She has. She's, she's been on Twitter. Seen a baby, ain't she? No, she's been she's been on recently the Wolves game. She was on Twitter after. Oh. Um, uh, but by the this is this is Anfield sign with the little one in the push chair, I think. You know what the good it? thing about yesterday was? I thought you were talking me. about Wolves away for a second there. Yeah. I was like thinking, no, no, was... Oh. no, but what I was going to say, good thing about yesterday was, um, obviously in the second half, what's been happening a lot of games this season, we've gone 1-0 up, we've gone 2-0 up maybe, and we've stopped playing. Yeah. We don't know how to play. We've got to a point where we, we didn't know what to do at that point, and we've struggled or, you know, we've been struggling to play even. Yesterday, that second half, they just like like Jags was saying, you know, we wanted this last season. Though yesterday they just kept going, Adam. They thought, like you say, we've got nothing to lose now. We're just going to keep going. We're going to keep going. We suddenly found a way that works for us, and that's let's go and fucking demolish them. And it it was chalk and cheese. And even with the wins we've had recently, they've not been convincing wins, really. I mean, we struggled against Wolves. It's, uh, first time we scored two goals after 
what did you say, Gag, the 63rd minute or something for God knows how many games or something? 16 games, 53rd yeah. minute, yeah. Yeah, we, we, we struggled against Newcastle. But when they, we could have been 2 0 down before we were 2 0 up. Yeah, and they went ten men down, and they still created more and big no chances one, than us. No, exactly, they 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 were battering us. Yeah, so and then obviously, like I said, that Wolves game. So Real Madrid in the between, we went two nil up, and then we didn't know what to do. We stopped playing, and because we stopped playing, we saw the consequence of that against a quality team. So what was so pleasing for me yesterday was. You're playing apparently the greatest football team in the world now because they've won the Carabao Cup and this is the greatest manager in the English Premier League since sliced bread. So, you know, that team's coming in full of confidence, regardless of whether they're tired or not, whether they've got fatigue. This is a team that's full of confidence. You know, they, they're still thinking they've got a chance of winning the league. Don't forget that. They... The, United fans genuinely think they're still going to win the league or thought mm-hmm. they were. Their quad is on. Yeah, I mean, that's clueless. One of the nephews, nephews texts me and he goes, Are um, you saying they bottled it, Gags? No, no, they, they were clueless. They're never in a, um, a title race. That's just stupid. Like, you know, if they think they were going to catch Arsenal at all or, or even City. It's just fucking delusion. But that's but, what happens to United, though. They get really over. They get they get overconfident. Yeah. So and and that's where we're at now, isn't it? I mean, I think, Budgie, you should tell the story of um, the man we met in Mister Sims last night. Oh God, fucking hell! <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we pause on that story and we reflect for a second and ask Kauza. Any thoughts from your side in the United roundup? I know you did the post match yesterday um, in the Nina Kauza show. It was great. But how has today been? Today's been really great. You know, my nephew came over yesterday. He's Ali, Liverpool supporter. You've met him, Harinda. So it's guys. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, the Exeter match. Over. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he came over and um, I went, you okay? You know, I'm good, auntie. And I went, Got uni tomorrow. And he went, yeah. And I went, got to be up at seven. And he smiled at me. And he went, yeah, I got to be up at seven. I went, me too. I'm <laughs> up at seven as well. All this conversation completely bypassed my mum. And my brother was in the room. And he went, why are you getting up at seven? Why are you all getting up at seven? Like, the, the penny didn't drop that we were taking the piss out of her. And then she clocked on. And then she just tore us a brand new one. So, you know what? They're still feisty as ever. But, yeah, my roundup is simple as... um. It's really nice beating them. I think it is exactly. I think it's exactly what the players needed as well. I think you know the the nine nil against Bournemouth where where we thought oh Liverpool are back. You, do you know what I mean? Against a lesser team at Anfield, I feel like sticking it to a team that generally thought and actually you know they're doing really well under Ten Hag. I think this is, this could potentially be a confidence like builder the fact and also as well another positive and something I'll take away from the game afterwards is the fact that I kind of noticed Liverpool only have 20 minute bursts where they can only apply some kind of pressure and that's where they score the goals and then take the foot off the gas like Gags was um, like Cam was alluding to there where we could have lost a few games you know we got quite lucky and fortunate but in this one I felt like for a majority of the game we had our foot on their throats and um, for me it's definitely a step in the right direction and you know um, uh, Bournemouth next 
very nice. So the man came, Mr. Sings. So clearly, mm-hmm. clearly people just don't, I just don't know what to say here. A few years back, Gags will remember this a little bit and some other people who are possibly listening to this pod. We beat United, Shakiri scored as well. And people went to Mr. Sings to celebrate afterwards, as you do. So we had people to drop off around the Midlands area anyway. And went to the one in Wolverhampton. And I suppose their biggest Jalous Jatidar type people, or I suppose, I don't actually know, that's a bit unfair calling them that. They're cheerleaders. Yeah, with the pom-poms out and everything else. When United are winning, these are the ones are going to come out. Yeah. If Liverpool lose, these are the first ones to come out. Irrespective of their shit result, if they're being crapped that weekend or not, they're coming out. Yeah, with the pom-poms and everything as to how crap we are and how terrible everything is and how amazing their lives are as United fans because of that happening. They got beat. But you go to the place where all the Liverpool fans are going to be, you know, literally, they just showed their face, their faces went down and they felt humiliated. So we humiliated them and took the piss out of them a little bit more. And they got upset. They ate, but, you know, it's never the great same thing. The following year, bless him, um, and this is a good story, by the way. Two United fans, so this is the 1920 season, went to Anfield. We beat them. They were that upset that they went home hungry. Hungry. And I got a message from one of the people saying that we were so upset and so sad, but we were too embarrassed to go and eat at Mr. Singh's. So we didn't eat at all. I was like, I felt sorry for her. And then I laughed. Because I thought myself, okay, there's so many food choices in the world. But that one place you really wanted to go to because you thought, yeah, I'd, I'd get to go to there because we're going to beat Liverpool. I was like, you fucking idiots. How did you think that you were going to beat us in 1920 of all seasons? Um, we're going to ruin it for them. Yay, watch us. You know, form book goes out the window. Fuck off in 1920. No form book went out the window until we left it. And that was when we were like 25, 30 points clear of fucking everybody else. We just didn't give a shit at that point in time because it was like a when and not if. Um, so they didn't get to it. And then yesterday, yesterday, we're sitting there. Me and Cam got there early, waiting for the rest of the folks to turn up. And all of a sudden, Owen comes in, starts laughing and starts getting his camera out and filming stuff. And we didn't realize that the pe- people who are sitting in the table next to us were related to him. His mama's son of all people, who's a huge United fan huge United fan and he goes I don't want to talk I'm selfish I'm upset blah 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 and someone pointed out to me I won't say who but you know how can I put this they said I was bullying him now I replied to said person and said bullying is an extremely gaslighting word because right now I'm here to console him. This is counselling. I'm not going to be rude to him. I'm not I'm not taking the piss. I haven't mentioned the result. I've just said to him, look, mate, if you want to talk about it, we can talk. We've been here. You know, like we've had humiliating results as well ourselves. And also, you should be proud. You should be happy. Your nephews, two nephews there, you know, one aged 15, 16, the other aged, aged what, 11 or 12? 11, yeah. Yeah, have just seen his history. They've witnessed history. They've seen United's worst defeat. Ever, home or away, it just happened to be against us. You're consoling them. <laughs> it'll define them. He's right. I'm with you, Harinda. It'll define them. It'll it make defines them. Men. It's, yeah. it's completely. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, well, they're going to turn into men anyway. I don't know, fucking like, define them. It's going to haunt them for the rest <laughs> of their lives. What do you mean? <laughs> These are two kids who are Liverpool fans, Kaza, who are male, as far as I know. They're definitely going to turn into men. 
Hundred percent. Oh, the Liverpool fans. The, yeah, I, I, the I, I, nephews I, 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 are Liverpool fans. No, oh, the nephews are. Then it's already. Uh, no, no, yeah. it's the uncle I was taking the fucking piss out of. Exactly. Oh my god, the uncle though. I said to him, "Are you not happy for your nephews?" He goes, "No, I'm selfish." I'm like, "Wow." And like these are your nephews for God's sake. You know, like, um, wow, can't you be happy with them? No, I'm selfish. I just like to talk to myself. Oh, you're a man. Mama or chacha. Eh, hey, mama like that. Ah, not not a nice mamu. Mate. Listen, okay. you're talking about mamu or whatever not. You got your Ali calling you auntie. Fuck <laughs> off. Yeah. Last position to say anything about mamu. What he calls me? What is he supposed to call you? Masi. Masi. Oh, oh, hala, 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 hala. One hala. Yeah, you're from you're from Thor. <laughs> The evil sister. Yeah, I actually am as well. well I'm because the, now, I'm, all I'm I can the, think of now you know, in my you head. You know I am. You know I am. I'm, I'm the hala. Fucking hell, honestly, I was about to say, Allah, kid, you're all right. <laughs> <laughs> Allah. Oh, oh, my God. You know what the greatest thing was? The gym was empty. <laughs> For the last two weeks, <laughs> last two weeks it's been empty. All the Man United back to back. That's the best week ever. <laughs> I'm going tomorrow. I'm hoping they're back tomorrow. Oh, I'm hoping yeah. everyone's back tomorrow because they're all getting shente, man. Oh, it is a... So anyway, this this conversation. Sorry to finish yeah. it off. We should finish this bit off right before we go into Bobby. Um, the <laughs> convers- this conversation lasts for about twenty minutes or so, twenty five minutes. And I, I gave him a hug consoled him I'd like still talk to him a little bit and I would then do a bit of rope a dope like and look you know what this happened that happened this is oh, boy, you know, like you're doing you know you're grieving with somebody a little bit and lack of source you know yeah I can boy, man, I, I know I know it's all right look mate look things happen it's character building we've been there you know we've had bad things happen to us but you gotta be happy for your nephews no I'm selfish I'm like far okay you know you're not really gonna give everything anything here are you mate no not not a single bit, not not even a piece. But what I can't understand is that if it's the same mama um, from uh, thingy side, Amun side, then I'm sure his brother is a Liverpool fan. And it seems to be a lot of this, right? In is that general, Pin's brother. I thought I can't. I don't know. I'm gonna he have to ask him. A bit like Pin, didn't yeah, he? That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I thought you know. So Pin, by the way, if you don't know who Pin is, you don't need to. But if I said the TikTok driving instructor DGN, you all know who he is straight away. That's Aman's cousin, who's a Liverpool fan. So the TikTok driving instructor, the Asian Destiny one, who's really really famous and makes you laugh all the time. Liverpool fan, fucking brilliant, right? Um, his daughter, Liverpool fan, brother possibly, United, and then that just made me got me thinking. That, that this happens in so many families, especially Desi families, where if you're pissed off with one of your siblings, you support the team that they hate the most. It's happened to me. I clearly had mummy and daddy issues. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even lie. You know, we were really, really shit. Like when I was growing up, when United used to win and boy did they win and score my mum and dad used to celebrate my face and make me cry I can't even lie like that's a dream <laughs> you know man it's like who nicked your dolly mummy <laughs> I was playing with my barber 
And then Mummy took it because I said that the Barbie was Ian Rush or Robbie Fowler. She didn't like it. It's really crude. Now I just spit in a tea and then go, "Hey, you go, mummy." <laughs> Jar with extra protein. Jar. <laughs> Imagine if you made some osseo on that too. Tasty bit of tangy. <laughs> you make me sound so grim on this podcast. I promise people I am not this bad. But you know what? I just had visions of East is East in my head. You bloody give me shame on this family. And I'm like a guy from East. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's, that's Ten Hag to the, all the players. There's a new you're, one. You're there's fucking a, disgrace. There's a, there's a new one. There's a show called Fuzzy on Prime Video, right? And it's um, it's an Indian show. But there's a there's a character in it. He's always he can't he doesn't speak English very well, but he keeps saying fucking fuck, fucking fucking fuck, fuck, fucking. It's just wicked to watch. Just oh, for him, he's man. like fuck you, fucking fuck, fucking. It's, <laughs> it's so wicked. Me and Arti just sit there laughing our fucking heads off at this guy because he reminded us of Om Puri. Because <laughs> he like you just said he was a fucking bastard, but he just doesn't say anything. And, and after fucking, he just says fucking. That's it. <laughs> That's not how you use it, bud. Oh, dearie me. It's good, man. Mate, that, the Indian accent's the best. It is. It is. So, anything else on United, folks? No. That was fast. <laughs> yeah, there's there's nothing else to cover. I think it's a uh, big shine in the arm for everybody. I think everybody deserves it. Um, been suffering for a few months, and um, especially those who travel every, every single fucking game. Mm. Been living through a shithole. Um, yeah, that was a nice uh, thing to witness, you know. It so, is. absolutely deserved. And, you know, let's hope it pushes us to, to get Champions League football. And if it does, it's exactly what we need. And we're going to buy some big players this summer. Yeah, good talking, talking Shut of up, big Cam. players. <laughs> talking of big players. So he's going. The Brazilian dazzler with hairstyles that have made many a poodle or puja jealous. And gold celebrations that kind of first started as hugs. And then I'm going to take my top off. No, I'm not going to take my top off. Then kicks, then dances. And then let's face it, just whatever the fuck Bobby wanted them to be, right? Because they can be. It's it's Roberto Firmino, people. So he's going. Yeah. So as a bit of a tribute, and there has to be a Desi tribute, and it will become apparently clear for anyone who's lived under a, a shell, I suppose, or a rock that Bobby and me go way back. There is an affinity there that's going to be there forever, I think, as a player. And I know you should never really get attached to your heroes in that sense. You shouldn't meet your heroes either. But this one I met and I'm attached to him and he was fucking brilliant when I met him. And I don't think that attachment's really going to leave because of life and things that have happened. So he's going. So let's talk a little bit about life and Bobby. You know, like 2015 to 2023. So by the time he actually is going to be eight years full on, given and in that time we've seen births, marriages, deaths, anniversaries, and of course trophies. You know, and some of you may have seen Bobby also, no idea whom. So, in those eight years, in those eight years, this is a question to all of you guys: which big three, actually, which three big moments in those eight years from Bobby do you look at most fondly? Kowser, 
Do we go three one years one or each? moments? Three years or three moments? Three, moments. three big moments. Three yeah. big moments. Are we doing one one each and coming around? Then it's fair. Or yeah, because you'll probably use all of them up otherwise. <laughs> yeah, because you won't make up your mind. So you get one. You get one shot, Kauza. One shot. Okay, um, I'm gonna. What well, mine's gonna be a football. One. It, one. Okay. The the hat trick against Arsenal at Anfield when we won. Um, I think it was 2018-2019 we went 1-0 down and Bobby just Bobby used to dog walk Arsenal all the time but that hat-trick that he scored um, uh, th- that was a really really iconic moment we won 5-1 you remember it don't you guys yep Ian, Ian Wright saying oh, we made him angry yeah don't make yeah, him angry yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that hat-trick that hat-trick was just absolutely sensational it was one of their kind of like Hanging on players. Who was Maitland it? Maitland Niles, isn't Maitland it? Maitland Niles, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Ash- Ashley Matilan Niles. So there's my football moment that I was just like, whoa. And he was just dancing around their defence. You know, just showing his majesticness and just the trickery and linking up with all the attackers and Salan him linking up nicely and just doing bits and then just getting in, being so cutthroat. For me, that was peak pinnacle, cutthroat, deadly Roberto Firmino. Wow, it's uh, it's too many. One, um, one. All right then, uh, I'm gonna say the the late winner against PSG at Anfield. Oh, okay. Yeah, for me, that just set us up that season because we were. Controlling that game, PSG came back into it. Mbappe was getting grief all the way through them. But I think Bobby came off the bench, didn't he? Yep. Um, yeah, because he got an injury before. He, he had he? the eye injury, didn't he? Yeah. And then that's where the eye injury celebration came from. So, um, yeah, that that goal and the angle for the finish again mm. um, was brilliant because it it, it was like, uh, Gags will tell you it was like uh, 0.0001% chance of scoring from that angle in that particular part of the net as well. So it just, just the, I think it just kissed the inside of the post. It might have just been inside the post uh, onto the side netting. And it was just, yeah, that, that was the moment. Just it set us up for what we did that season, I think. Can I, I just can I just say something? Is anyone else giving Cam Branch the side eye because that was literally one of the questions in the agenda later on? I was just like looking like. <laughs> well, the thing is though, he could give you the same side yeah. eye, couldn't he? He could. He could. Yeah, exactly. People in glass houses. Shit! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. I thought I let him run great then. <laughs> Too fast. All right, then I've got another one. Then I'll give you. Oh, then we did our three. No, no, you haven't. No, you haven't got another one, Kaza, because it's Kags's turn. Okay. Um, for me, for me, the moment that I knew this boy is gonna be something amazing is the Villarreal turn, and we were sitting right there in the semi-final to watch him do it and just send that guy. To the North Pole, oh, it was. It was. was it's. It's like now. Nah, still, people still use it as a highlight reel for for best skill. Sending a player the wrong way and like he just killed him. 
But we've had, two, the... we've had two semis against Villarreal. Which one? The first one, the the, the one in Europa League, um, Europa okay. League the first okay. season. Yeah, so it was it was the one that woke you up to to like Bobby that season. Like he's getting towards. Obviously, he just scored against United in in the Europa League. The next, and then we beat Dortmund, and then it was the and then it was this in the semis. So to pull that off when we were losing as well in the first leg, and then second leg, we were all worried about it, and he, we just killed them. And he was amazing that night. He was fucking amazing. And uh, yeah, we just knew Stars born. This this boy's gonna this boy's gonna be amazing for us. And that little bit of skill still replayed to this day. And it was his first season. So yeah, massive, massive moment for me, that isn't it? And the the first reminder or the first kind of glimpse into the beautiful Bobby. The Dazzler, the Dazzler, the Bobby Dazzler. That Indeed. Holy did. Holy. For me, no one ever asked me these things. It's like, okay, I'm just going to ask the questions and all right. So, me. I had a choice of two, but I'm going to pick the the lesser known one, which is Palace Away. October 2016, we are 2-1 up, I think. We score first, they equalise, we score again, they equalise. Matip gets one before the end of the half, and it's 3-2. But towards the end of the match, about 15 minutes or so to go, or something like that, Bobby scores. This is Porsche version Bobby, by the way. So not quite Darwin Nunes, definitely not Andy Carroll, but that strange kind of half a ponytail thing that he's got going at the top of his head, which is kind of cut at the back. You're like, what the fuck is going on here, Bobby? Um... And the reason for that is because his dad was in the away crowd. And no one, you know what, for ages I kept on realising a rather portly man sitting in front of me or so and looking around and kept on looking around and kept on looking around, kept on looking around. And you know when you're like, I've seen this face before somewhere and you can't put your finger on it. You just can't. And it's only when I left the stadium did I realise, fast Bobby's dad. Because you realise obviously that's where you've seen his face so many times. So Bobby's dad was in the crowd that day. So when he scores and lifts his top up, you see him going towards the crowd and everything else, and you can see his dad jumping up and down, and it's quite a sight. It's like someone, it's like a Newcastle fan jumping up and down, but with a t-shirt on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry, sorry, folks. It's not, it's not the greatest thing to describe as seeing, but for Bobby, that must have meant the world, right? An away day in London, mm-hmm. and you can see your dad in the crowd, and you've just scored a goal. And you've taken it with such a plomb and silenced Palace and you put the game to bed. So that was the one for me. That I thought was a real massive moment, especially for him. I know a lot of this seems to be very 15, 16 kind of centric in the last few, but I think it's quite seminal for Bobby, right? It's like 15, 16 and then to 16, 17. Because as you can imagine, the beginning of his life at Anfield and Liverpool wasn't really the way he expected it to be because, as again, he kind of came in as, I suppose, the second fiddle signing when he was really the, the class one of that window. But everything went on to Benteke because of the money and the way that it was put into the public sphere. Well, we all else. knew that. Anfield Index knew that. Everybody knew that Bobby was the one that window. Because we'd done it in the transfer committee <laughs> pod as well. Yeah. So... Yeah, we we knew he was going to be amazing. Just need the right manager. Indeed. And then he got the right manager and the rest is history, as they say. 
So going in reverse now then, so what is it, what is it really then guys about Bobby that makes you have such an affinity with him? Start with you gags this time. Personality. I think you can see everyone loves him at the, um, at the club, every player. I think Ginny said something about him that, um, you know, Ginny was like, Ginny had to play nine for one game. And he said, bloody hell, I appreciate Bobby Firmino so fucking much. You know, it's just <laughs> because the, the nine in our, the nine in our role is, is unbelievable. He has to connect everything, but he also has the personality to connect everyone, the celebrations, all of it. It was just something that we were missing. I think he brought the fun into football. Bobby brings fun. Like even, you know, even if it wasn't his goal, like like with Sadio, the most shyest man in the world, he bought a personality out of Sadio as well, you know, by doing funny celebrations with him. And Sadio's like, you can see this shy, the shy smile that Sadio would have and, you know, bought this proper confidence out in Sadio as well, you know, with all these celebrations. And it just, it was just amazing. He's just so happy for everyone. He's just the happiest person on the pitch. And he'd, and he'd, and he'd just bring a whole load of colour to football and um, some real samba style. Oh, real yeah. samba style. He just was, he was, his personality more than everything. You can see he enjoys what he does, but he makes everyone else enjoy it as well. That's cool. Branche? I don't know what to say after that. Um, Gags has taken so much of what I wanted to say there. Um, I guess for me... Story of your life, you copy yeah, me all the time. Uh, I know. Well, you always seem to go before me. Um, so, I'm doing last time. I know. Well, that was... But this is the, the ultimate question, isn't it? That so, was difficult because you read the... You no, didn't read the thing. No, I read the thing, but that was my answer. So what do you want me to do? Oh. I can't change what I felt was the biggest moment, can I, for me? So, um, but no, we... With Bobby, where where are we? Um, it, it's his madness. Um, you just don't know what you what you're going to get from him on the pitch. There, there, there was that the craziness of, of the pitch, but it's what he brought to the whole team for me. The the skill set, the little flicks, the work rate, the ethic, the way he got everybody to play the way. Klopp wanted that team to play for me. I think he was that pivotal to what Klopp was trying to create at Liverpool. And I and I, I and <laughs> I swear down <laughs> I, <laughs> I swear down that I genuinely think that Bobby was bought with Klopp in mind, or Klopp had said something that you need to get this guy in. I I I, I don't know why. There's no obviously there's Nothing I, in that. I firmly yeah. believe it as well. I, I, there's there something was a future there. plan made. Mm-hmm. Yes. With that. I, 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 you know, I have that belief and it's like, he's so pivotal to what we have achieved over the last six years. And a lot of it, a lot of it is down to Bobby. We wouldn't have won half the trophies we won without Bobby, I believe. I, we, I we, we definitely wouldn't have won one of them without him. I don't need a VPN. I've got nothing to hide. <laughs> this is what I used to tell myself before I hooked up with LibertyShield.com. 
Not only is my home internet now fully encrypted, but I can now access all the websites I want, whenever I want, and do so from absolutely anywhere. As a Liverpool fan, I love to know I can now watch every match, regardless of whether it's on UK TV or not. My Liberty Shield VPN makes sure nothing is blocked and guarantees me super-fast streaming speed throughout that match. You can get connected right now with their software package, which includes a 48-hour no-obligation free trial and instant access to their apps for Apple, Android, Fire TV, PC, Mac and Android TV. Or go a step further like I have and get one of their pre-configured VPN routers. These small but powerful devices allow you to easily connect every device in your home to VPN, making it the perfect solution for smart TVs, mag boxes and games consoles. Visit libertyshield.com today and use coupon code AIVPN25 to get 25% off at checkout. Believe yeah. you me, hundred. There's like, there's no doubt about it. The World Club yeah. Cup. Yep. Yeah. Because in both matches, who gets the winning goal? There you go. There you go. And also, almost the same time in both matches, who gets the winning goal? Yeah, right near the end. Exactly, Mr. Yeah. Bobby Firmino. Kowser. Okay. Um, I loved his social media game. I loved it when Sadio Mane. And Mosala had that spat. Was it Burnley? Was it against Burnley? Yeah. When there was a mix-up, and then just that picture of him, like you know, when a kid wants to laugh and they're holding it in, and he's got that side eye, and that picture just went viral. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that is, you know, the talk about pouring water over the fire. You know, like I'm sure they looked at that probably pissed themselves off. <laughs> and and that wasn't even his social media. And also, you know what? I really, really appreciate. I really, really appreciate Roberto Firmino because not many of us will get to boast about going to a footballer's wedding. My guy streamed his entire wedding on Instagram. We all attended it. So thank you very much, Roberto Firmino. Um, yeah, he was. He's just like Gag said. He's a personality. He's a character. He's fun. As as Cam said, he's a bit mad. And I feel like his social media game just captures all of that in abundance. His fashion sense, everything. He's just such a colourful, um, uh, extravagant person. Awesome. That is really awesome. So I'm going to tell you what I think. And because I can, I'm going to do it in the best way I know how. Yeah. Klopp said this about him once. said, Bobby is a complete footballer. A football team is like an orchestra. You have different people or different instruments. Some of them are louder than others, but they are all important for the rhythm. Bobby plays something like 12 instruments in our orchestra. He's very important. Now, when you hear that, you think, someone plays 12 instruments, right? You know, like, how does he get the time to play them all together? Clearly, you can't. But that is Bobby, right? He's not just one thing. He's not just this thing, that thing. He's been many different things and many different guises for Liverpool Football Club um, and has done a multitude of things that we've needed. And, and almost we probably never really felt that we knew that we needed them until we had him. We had things that happened up front, but they were sometimes disjointed. We had things that happened around the back and the middle, sometimes disjointed. And this thing comes in and just like goes, oh, you know what? I'd be like sweet dugger. You know, I'll weave my way through it. I'll stitch it all together. 
we'll see what happens next and off we go and for me again unless you lived your life under a rock or a shell the selfie my affinities from that selfie mate i'm like a lot of people yeah i'm born and bred in southall didn't come from anything my fantastic very humble upbringings there's nothing great about what i've got in life or anything like that there's no, there's no humble brag here in regards to this happened, that happened, or anything like that. Yeah. And life could be quite shit when you're kids, you know, like either kids and other kids are nasty or high school isn't really the experience you think it's supposed to be. Um, and it's not, it's not an easy way of saying this. Fuck. Bobby just made me feel special. That one day, meeting the Brazilians, having dinner with them and that stuff and having my, my mama is there, my cousin is there, Aman is there, Baji, you know, Aman Baji is there. He just made us feel like a million dollars, man. You know, like, there's no easy way to describe that feeling of when someone makes you feel like you're so important, you're so great. You know, it, it's like the most life-affirming type thing that someone can do for you, where they make you feel like as if you're the superstar. Like they're all there to to kind of be there because you're there, and we're there because they're there. That you know, it, it was a complete reversal almost by the way that he treated us. And his English wasn't fantastic at the time; he's only just come here, yeah. But you know, like meat, no meat, kind of thing going around a, a, a fucking buffet of all sorts, um, and this good. Not good. This good, good, great kind of thing. I, I don't know. Like, and then that, that selfie came about because everyone was sitting there feeling really self-conscious and not quite opening up. And Lucas was doing all the talking, and everyone was just nervous. You know, it's like this kind of like edgy nervousness. Like, uh, how do you unwrap them, unravel them a little bit? I just go, you know what, Bob? Can I get a picture with you? And big smile. They all the teeth kind of goes, yeah, selfie. I'm like, okay, let's do this. Um, and that's it that's the that that click there and ever since then is always going to be there you know and i i said on social media i want to retire the selfie because when he goes it's gone he's gone no i know gags you've said that you know like you can't follow him you can't let it go you know just follow him where he goes and do it when he scores somewhere else and you're right i should do that i can't bring myself to do it though the last number nine he left us was Ian Rush. That really was a big one for me, you know, in that sense. Um, but this guy, this boy, special, proper special, because of how he made me feel that day and how my family feel, I felt afterwards. So for me, yeah, this was, this was the guy, 100%. And, on and off the pitch. Proper. And he likes the God too. It's all right by me. More points. So after that, life after Bobby. You know, we all move on. The how and when of, of that is it's always, always different for everyone. So, you know, where do you think he'll go next? We'll start with you, Cam. Oof. Um, that's, a, that's a tough one. I, I thought he might pop possibly go to a European team, but uh, upon reflection, I I think he'll go back to Brazil. Wow, uh, interesting shout. Yeah, yeah, I think he'll, uh, he'll be thinking, right, this is, he's, it's going to be his last swan song, I think, now. 
yeah. you know, he's at an age where he's thinking, I want to go somewhere where I want to go back home, get the family settled back into Brazil. You know, the kids are still at an age where they can acclimatise quite quickly to that environment and that way of life and they'll be able to adjust and it will be a nice smooth transition it, you know won't affect their education so much so I genuinely think he'll go back to Brazil where in Brazil anybody's guess you know, I disagree I don't I think it's, it's his last big contract coming up right and I there's there's he's either good, his skills are settled in the UK, so he's either going to go to someone like a Newcastle, or he's going to go to Madrid, Atletico. I think it's it's one of those. Uh, I don't see him going to another Premier League team, though. You never know. Money I talks. Can't see that. Money talks, and also kids will be kids will stay settled in the UK for another three, four years. You know, mm-hmm. and um, and you know that's, that's I, 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 they're quite I, settled. You see, he can just he can just travel from Liverpool right easily, so they can I, stay there. I've got a feeling like this is his last big contract in it, and I think he'll probably want to make as much money as possible, which I completely get. Um, I initially thought Europe as well. I thought Italy, and I and I heard rumours that Juventus will be after, but God knows what sanctions they'll be facing and stuff. So I can't realistically see anything. Athletes is the latest. Link, yeah, link, yeah. Link. I I think he would do really really well in Europe. As he's only thirty one years old, he's still he can still deliver in in those leagues. I still think he's got the goods to do something. I think that's what I would do. But if he's going to go for a big payout, I don't know. I remember over Christmas, there's big, big rumours that he might be joining the club that Cristiano Ronaldo's at. It would make sense just to make a lot of money and just retire out like that. Makes sense. Yeah, big do you money. know what I mean? Big huge money. Huge money. Yeah, huge. Big money. Easy walk the league, be a superstar. You know? Off you go. They'll love you there. You'll sell shirts. You'll do everything. You'll be loaded. Boom. Interesting. I don't know where he's going. I did think PSG for a while, you know, when it all kind of broke. Cause I was just, mm. But then I sat there and thought to myself, if I was Roberto Firmino, who can now do interviews in English, believe it or not, they do, they do exist. doesn't seem to do them much in the UK, unfortunately, though. Mm. Um, and you look at the other countries he's played in and the languages he knows naturally. So he knows Portuguese because he's from Brazil. Mm-hmm. I'm presuming he, Spanish wouldn't be too difficult then for him to get, yeah. even though they're not there are enough similarities in the language Absolutely, between Portuguese yep. and Spanish to be different languages but he could kind of get there quickly yes, enough um, he knows German to some degree from his time in Hoffenheim mm-hmm. so staying in Europe kind of makes sense but also if you're Roberto Firmino and you want everything going that you can possibly win in Europe and Europe and also your domestic league as well and you've won the Club World Cup if you don't want to be a player anymore after you finish playing, let's say when you're 35, 36, whatever it may be, you, you're, you're the perfect Luis Garcia. He's polished, very polished, very smart, dapper. Be great. Fantastic song that will carry with you everywhere you go. No matter who you play for, your most famous song will be the Liverpool one. As long as he's the number nine. 
It could be any number, mate. That's the only song that's ever going to be remembered for Bobby Firmino. It could go anywhere in the world. Yeah. They, they will sing that song and they will sing, yeah. It won't work without number nine, but they'll yeah, sing yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> but he could do well, really well. So, you know, I, I just don't know where he's going to go. Um, and would I follow him? Yep. Physically, probably not. But yes, I would. Cool. We're towards the end, though, folks. So we're going to wrap this up a bit. Um, and in the randomness, because Desi's fucking full of randomness as always, as you may have realized for the first hour of this conversation, right? Went all over the place where we wanted to go because we haven't spoken in such a long time. So, where were you? This is the moment in time type stuff. And this obviously then pays homage to the fact of cows are reading down a, an agenda for once rather than reading up. <laughs> and then calling Kala and doing the exact same thing. Before, be, be, before, before he's done it. So, where were you in that moment in time? His first goal. Where were you? Man City away, 15-16. We beat them 4-1. Even fucking Skirtle scored. Yeah. Where were you? What do you remember of it? You talking to me? Well, well yeah. Nobody else is here. So, that's my best bet. Um, uh, um, uh, you talking to me? Yeah. Um, well, it's pretty easy for me. And I remember this game. And I remember the post-match show as well. Um, I watched it at home. And I remember that game really well. Um, I loved, I loved Roberto Firmino in that game. He could have had a hat trick in that game, but the goal that he scored—it was the hockey assist by Emre Jan, wasn't it? Too, because in fact, the build-up play to that goal was absolutely sensational. And um, what I loved was um, uh, Roberto Firmino was there, just pulling the strings. And you know, I think we speak about Roberto Firmino so much, but we forget the era of him and Coutinho just being so beautiful and majestic together. And obviously, I think that was Jurgen Klopp's first like season with the obviously with the team, and you could see just the sparks of brilliance between them two players. But yeah, I watched it at home. I was covering the post match show. Um, it was um, it was wonderful. It was absolutely wonderful, and um, certainly for me as well because loved this guy, loved him at Hoffenheim. He was scoring so many goals. He was part of the whole creative hub with him, him and Kevin Volland. And obviously, Liverpool got him. Rodgers was using him all wrong. He was deemed as a flop. And people thought he's not good enough. There was also a talk that Memphis Depay would be a better signing for Manchester United. And I love the fact that that guy's had about 50 different clubs. And Roberto Firmino here is a Liverpool legend. And I am just so grateful. And that goal for me was like, told you that's what he's all about do you know what I mean it was like it was a it was like a personal I told you so moment so great for him obviously for his personal sense but anyone that loved Roberto Firmino before he came to Liverpool I'll be honest with you we, we kind of flexed we flexed out a bit in that in him in that game because he could have easily had a hat-trick lovely stuff the goal against PSG with that that one eye celebration I I remember this. We all went to the game. We all went to the. I think Gags was sat with Kia. If my, I'm sure, Gags, you might as well come and talk with me. I was kind of hoping that all three of you would talk because yeah, I didn't really we ask this question because you were all there. We were all there. This is the only one where all of us were there. Yes, this is the only one. Oh well, yeah, not quite. All, not all of us. Yeah, we were. All, weren't you at the PSG bunch? That was not the, well, this is not the only one that we were all at when he scored. No, no, no. As in, on, the, on the out of these three. Yeah. Out of these three. 
on the agenda, the FTC. Oh, yes. yes. And yes. I think I was sat with Cam Cam. Was I with you? Yeah, we were in the cop, weren't we? I remember when, uh, I actually remember when Bobby scored and it just went nuts in the cop, right? Did you see it? No, I didn't see it. You didn't hear it. She didn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no sure that's evil. a hear no evil. <laughs> what? And it's such a great film with Richard Pryor and Gene. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, me and Kieran, yeah. that's it. Was oh, um, we went, yeah. we went, it was mental it was in the cop. Game. It was, what a it game was, that was! Yeah, it was wild in the cop when that when that goal and then went the in. bounce afterwards. Jeez, yeah. we had bodies come over us. Yeah, that's Everyone how mad it was. Us. Yeah, and then when you watch back the highlights as well, you know, you were talking about Sadio Mane and the celebration, and Sadio Mane is like copying with covering the eye, and like Bobby was just pissing himself laughing, like even the simplest celebration you managed to cock up. <laughs> can I just say, can I just say something that just dawned on me? The, the, you know, like that era, the Bobby era, it defines a period in life for all of us together, like. You know, it was, we, we used to meet so often and like go to games and be on the road cam, you know, to pick Nin up or whatever, you know, all those, we just used to be, it was that phase of life, that two, three years where we just were together so much and enjoyed it so much. Like, you know, and like things change, you know, it's okay. It's okay that phases of life change things change and things happen but i'm always going to treasure it and he's going to be you know him sadio mo you know always going to be a big part of our life because they gave us so much joy right because they get they get the credit because they scored all the goals so you know you get to remember them the most but it's a massive part of our life Mm -hmm. because we as a desi group got to spend so much of our time watching these guys play and obviously, it all started with with you know the Klopp era. So Bobby's been there from since before Klopp, which is crazy to think about. But you know, so so it's mad how we we're talking about this and we're we're reminiscing. But how much of it does entwine with the great times that you know we've had together? It's true. it's mad, isn't it? And it's just life. And yeah, it's so so um, so important to remember and treasure. I think. So, last one then. The hat-trick against Arsenal. I was on my recliner. I was on my recliner for the other two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was at home as well, yeah. Gags, did the heating come on and make the nails good? <laughs> yeah, the heat again. Very, I fucking kept the heat on the whole seven goals. I'm fucking, I was like, no, I'm not switching you off. That's the only one, that's the only one I never quit. Never quit. Like, even with the fucking soaring prices, I do not quit the heater. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, uh, yeah. Two of these at home and just a PSG in in the stadium. But yeah, the, the Arsenal hat trick is uh, again. It's you know, like I said about the Villarreal one, where you repeat, you repeat, you repeat. That goal when he just dances past everyone is just highlight reel shit, man. It's just the one where you, you know, he's got loads of. Let's be honest, the boy's got loads of highlight reels. The Salah assist with the back heel with Newcastle. He's got loads of beautiful things this kid's done. But that one, just because we were losing and we came back and we just smashed, smashed them, that slalom through them and sitting people down, man, 
what a great time. What a great time. Because Arsenal fans are just fucking horrific. <laughs> so, what a great time. That was a belter. That was. Um, for me, all of them. Was there, yeah, right? you were there for all of them. <laughs> was there for all of them. Um, the one well, that is I it of... like, you know, one day you're going to have to like sit down and just work out how many of his goals, because you're his biggest fan that I know, you should do the exercise of how many goals, goals did I, I miss see. Yeah, in the stadium, like only on TV, but you probably have watched... Um, the ones a lot, I can think a high of percentage yeah. of this guy's goals. Yeah, I have seen. I think I've I've missed maybe ten percent of them. Think I think so. That's some of the freaky. some of the European away ones, like yeah, um, uh, that I didn't get to go to, uh, but not in the season that we won it. In the season that we won it, I saw every goal that Liverpool scored home and away. Mad. That's mad. Man. In eighteen nineteen, and that was a mental stat for me. In regards to Champions League matches, that I saw every goal that Liverpool scored. To be scored. honest, it's one of the historic um, seasons as well. Like, yeah. yeah. It's, it's fucking crazy, right? Um, then the ones I know I definitely didn't see. Stoke? Because I fucking hated Stoke away. And I remember we I watched us play them in... Is that the Belter one that you smashed? Yeah. 15-16. So obviously, end of 14-15, I went to Stoke away. Fucking hated it. I hate Stoke away in general. Um, but I went because it was the last match of the season and I was like, I always go to the last match of the season no matter what happens. First match of the season, always go to the first match of the season no matter what happens. It happened to be fucking Stoke. We won 1-0, thank God for that. Um, and even managed to get redemption for our friend Jingmeet from Malaysia because obviously he came to the 14-15 version of that shit show and then came to the 15-16 version of it as well in respect to us beating them with that solitary goal from Philip K. Coutinho. 16-17, I didn't go. Game I took it away because I was like, hate stoke i absolutely hate it hate it hate it um so i missed that for sure um the other ones that i know of the brighton goals this season because i didn't go to the brighton match so i didn't get to see that uh so yeah those ones come to mind straight off the top of my head oh and uh norwich away the 5-4 so the goals from the norwich away match oh, in 1516 we're literally just like he wrote. That was a bibli bobbler. Yeah, the bibli. He just two of the goals. He just literally rolls into the goal. Into the goal, right? The first one is like he just kind of places it. Yeah, I thought he missed it. And the second one even was did look like a miss hit, and it kind of yeah. He was even surprised it went too. But it goes in. Yeah, so you're like, okay, lovely. I'll take a bit of that. Um, so yeah, so those are the ones I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah, I think um, one one side bar thing for him is that he he's going to go down with the the as the one of the greatest trios in history at Liverpool so I think that's the best you know like people people say oh no um Suarez um Sturridge Sterling but it's one season right yep when you do it over a when you do it over a long period of time seven years because obviously Sadio had gone this year. So he did it over seven years. And the achievements they had, they literally won every single thing available mm-hmm. to them. I think it just becomes maybe, maybe I'm overdoing it because I'm a Liverpool fan, but one of the best trios in, one of the best trios in his, I'm not one of the best because you've got the Suarez, Messi, Neymar stuff, which is obviously um, fucking iconic and unbelievable. But it's still one of the best, like feared, 
in I Europe. I agree with you. You're not no, wrong, Dad. It's, it's, it's got to be not just a Liverpool thing. They were fucking feared as a trio, man. Like, you, the pressing, like how he brought along the other two in terms of the press as well over the years is, is incredible. You know, he... He broke records. He just tormented teams, but people followed. Man City 4-3. The, the guy fucking just, you know, destroyed them. Destroyed them. That stones when he pushes them out of the way. The pressing in that game is fucking unbelievable. So, he, he, he you know, he was a part of and always will be a part of the greatest attack, I think, in in Liverpool history. I mean, people are going to say, what about Barnes, Beards, all that, but they just, they, they won everything. They won everything. I know they won multiple leagues, but these guys won in Europe as well. They won the World Club Cup as well. They won, you know, they just won everything. And I don't think anyone scored as many as all of them as they did it, it, it together. So, and dominated yeah. as they did 90 points, 90 points, you know. It's just unheard of things that they achieved as a trio. So, He's going to go down as, as one of the greats, man. No no doubt about it. He is. Zero doubt. Zero doubt. But yeah, folks. We come to the end, right? Like good, all good things. All good things must come to an end. This is Firmino's swan song. It's great. It started yesterday in the best way possible with a goal against the oldest enemy that I can think of, Bar Everton in respect to Man United. Um, and folks, when we say things like en- enemy, we don't mean it in the sense of whereby we absolutely hate person who supports Man United because they're still people as well, right? We're being, let's be realistic here. Let's be grown-ups. Um, the childish stuff is taking the piss. We take the piss. Mm. We have a laugh. You can have band, you know, but there is a point whereby you realise that football fans suffer also. They do. You know, like I've got older in life in general and I sit there and think that, you know, I don't want to take the piss out of them too much. And no, I am not rope doping anybody here, I promise. You know, so it's good it would to be take the piss. Shit for, it would be pretty shit for needed to hate her mom. Yeah, it, <laughs> it would be. But given the fact that we've heard about the childhood torture and all that kind of stuff, and, you know, <laughs> Barbie was taken away and tortured by mummy and daddy. <laughs> I'm telling you, one day, yeah, that whole the, the old classic Desi jokes we used to have about Beth Jordash. Oh gosh, yeah. and Brookside and under the patio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As Treb Danny would say, Nina Kauser, Tommy Tuchel, peas in a pod. Definitely I still can't people. believe I converted my dad to Liverpool fan. He's my daughter was telling me that she could hear me screaming, and because he's watching on IPTV upstairs in his room, three minutes after I'm like screaming, my dad's clapping. Oh, because it streams slower, right? Yeah, it's streams oh. <laughs> And she's like, oh my God, Dad, I, I was hearing double, like a delayed celebration every time, and it happened 14 times. <laughs> <laughs> and we were just laughing our heads off. It's so cute, though. He goes, she goes, he's so cute. He was just like celebrating. And then I was like, I went up into his room afterwards and I go, did you hear me scream every time? He goes, yeah. He goes, I knew something was coming. <laughs> it's like a spoiler alert. It's so yeah. funny. Oh, he yeah. you know, sat up even more. Like, yeah. yeah. So funny. He's like, come on, lady. when's it going in? When's it going? And he goes, bam, John got down a new bam, John. Oh, fun. It's fun. However, there is any other business. And we, given it's Desi, given it's Desi, yeah, it would be remiss of us 
to not mention Bobby. The film, fucking hell, honestly, people, what's the <laughs> wrong with you? We've been mentioning Bobby all the way through. Right at the end, you think we're not going to mention the film? Come on. Ooh. Now, I have never watched the film. Yeah, it was, what, 1970-something or the other? It was before I was born anyway. Same. But I have never watched the film. The songs, gags, you say, are quite infamous, and I have yes. to admit... No, I, no, I, no, famous, iconic. They're not yeah, infamous. Especially I, one. I, yeah, well, to be fair, because I never watched the film, I had no idea which song comes from which film. And then mm. I went today, and I thought, oh, you know, let's actually take a look at this Bobby soundtrack. I was like, oh, okay, now I, I get you. it. <laughs> now I get it. I, re- I recognize two of them. Yeah, two that's, of them. That's enough. Yeah, one yeah. of them though is one of them is though like an yeah, it's like I don't know. <laughs> Wildly inappropriate. Which one's well, that? The the it hum to make them it hum to make come remember bando. Yeah, it's the best song ever, man. So for anyone who needs a translation here. This song is saying, me and you, are locked in you, a room. Oh, yeah. And the, and the key should be going uh, missing. Lock, yeah. And the key's gone missing. missing. For that you time, be... it, is, it is pushing boundaries, to be fair. Yeah. You'd be dead, and I'd be buried but, under but, my patio. But the, the song does <laughs> save itself, because it does actually say, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it says if this did happen, think then about what could happen. Happened. Exactly, the dream. Yeah. Right? It doesn't say it did happen or it's happening. That would be, you know what, hundred percent call the fucking cops. Look, man, it's like Mbappe coming to Liverpool, orgasmic. <laughs> <laughs> However, and you guys don't know this either, right? <laughs> There's there you can decify this to any and when I say decify this, I do mean this in respect to Liverpool. And yesterday of all things. And yesterday of all things. Because if you're the bloke, you can go, Ageho Bobby. What? Don't all don't all just sit there and think which Bobby will we be talking about here? For fuck's sake, people. Let's try this again. Ageho Bobby. <laughs> fucking hell one more time for the children at the back there's only one bobby we've been talking about in this whole yeah podcast. bobby 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 for me now okay so let's try this again remember which word you need to say hint hint the fucking surname ageho <laughs> bobby for me no eric boss mujhe dar lagta hai Piche koi daku mosala Dios, kyo drare ho? Aage ho, Bobby? From me Piche koi daku mosala Gola kola jana ho Martinez Gola se makara na ho Mushikil Oh my god, this is true. Ten hog. Ik and field me bando. 
और सात गोर हाय ताकि हो बबी इंडियन इंस्टाग्राम Of what's his name crying? Uh, <laughs> of, 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 oh. of Bruno crying. He he's one of the best parties out there. Sanjeev he Parji. He's he a top fella, <clears throat> top top guy. So, so good, man. cool. On and and you know what? We've done s- nearly two, two hours. hours of this. So wow. there you go, folks. We've been gone for a long time. We've been gone for a long time. You, this is like a Desi blowout. This is like a Desi Bollywood movie, Nidhi. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, minus the interlude. So you don't have the Esquire adverts or something shitty about something else or some other thing that was being advertised. But I will say this: anyone who grew up in Southall in the late seventies to some degree of the eighties and maybe nineties will remember Bobby Fruit and Veg, King Street. So right opposite and round the corner, Cam, from your uh, family. Oh, just close, yeah. Yeah, for well, new Punjab coaches on the corner of Western Road and King Street. Opposite that used to be this place called Bobby Fruit and Veg, and the Bobby was written in the same way of the film. Small bit of trivia for you: If Mo Chakra's listening, he'll hundred percent remember this, given the way he used to grow up in Old Southall back in the day. But yeah, there you go. That's my shout out for Southall and Bobby, and Bobby Firmino. What a fella! I just forwarded the pod image to to the guy. Hero, mate, Bobby, hundred percent, man. Amazing, cool. Any plugs from anybody? Any shoutouts? All yours, folks. Nen, anything for you? Post match show. If you want to relive the whole game, seven nil. We did it. Myself, Guy Drinkle, and Tadiva. Iconic Tadiva laugh as well. Sounded like Jurgen Klopp. My the, God, yeah, that was a laugh at the start. That, of the that is wow. honest. God, his laugh is incredible. But the pod was really good as well. It was, don't just listen to it because of the laugh. We do talk, and obviously, Havinda <laughs> and Cam joined us on the show as well, and Gags as well, and Kieran. So check that out. Um, post Bournemouth, um, Guy will be taking over, and uh, I will be back with you in season. But there's so much great content coming your way from Anfield Index on the pro side as well. There's a scouted with Guy Drinkle. There'll be an under pressure. There'll be a Molby on the spot. There'll be another scouted for the Bournemouth game. Just so wow. much going on. So, yeah, guys, keep your ears open. Lots of content coming your way. And to kill the time, we've just given you two hours. So, um, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, no game. Listen to this instead, this this yeah. good week. You know, it's brilliant. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, loads of content, loads of things going on. Uh, make sure you listen to everything and join discord amfordindex.com forward slash discord and join the community in there everyone shouts at each other a lot but i think they're very very happy right now so it's a good time to join cam anything from yourself um a, a pod that i could probably recommend at the moment uh mentioned it to you yesterday Paji, was the one with yourself and joe from spirit of shankly with motash for money talks um oh, thank you one of, the, one of the most informative uh pods I think I've listened to, 
um, on Anfield index in regards to somebody from the outside who are trying to from of the Anfield index community who are trying to do good for everybody. Well, and, it, br- it it smashes a lot of um, misconceptions. Yeah, exactly. It's it's yeah. like. Um, people have people think a certain way and do a certain thing. So if you wanted to learn something That's and actually the change the way you think, because <clears throat> change is an opportunity for growth, folks. And uh, if you want to keep thinking the same way, then good on you. But um, I think if you actually want to learn something and learn the truth as well about how things work with uh, SOS, then maybe have a listen to that pod and yeah. uh, educate yourself and, and maybe just listen to the truth for once rather than go for the people online who just want to attack folks because they want to get something that they want selfishly. Uh, yeah, I think Cam's right. That's probably the best plug. <clears throat> yeah, that's it. For me, I'd like to plug Cam's show from Friday. It's well worth listening to. Um, we've, which is the AI main show with Trev Downey and Lisa Marie. I still haven't finished it, by the way, Gags. Sorry, Cam. I'm still stuck at the Firmino bit. So yeah. I've, got to go, I've got to go back and listen like I haven't seen the United match, which will be interesting. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> it is a good one to listen to, folks. Yeah. But from myself, that's it. You know, it's the thank you very much all for all your time. And again, apologies for being so distant and far away. You know, we didn't mean it. It's just life got gets in the way. And as you can see, as we're getting older, our kids get older as well more responsibilities come we get busier and life throws a few spanners that we've got to adjust with and uh jump over the hurdles for so it means we can't be as regular as we used to be from way back when but you know the good things come to those who wait just like yesterday so up the reds we hope you enjoyed listening to this anfield index show please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically there's nothing quite like fan engagement and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show the best way to get in touch is over on our free discord community where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest lfc topics 24 7 sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord you won't regret it you can also follow us on twitter at anfield index and find us on facebook by searching for anfield index Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds, and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.